Duke and Flint are expositioning about the Northern Lights when Lady J swoops in and nearly kills them with a jet. Lady drivers, am I right? I kid, of course, but the show sure doesn't. Duke straight up tells Flint to control his woman. Yikes. Anyway, apparently this disturbance at the Aurora Borealis, at this time of year, at this time of day, in this part of the country, localized entirely in your kitchen, is melting the polar ice caps. Okay, two things. One, that's not how the Aurora Borealis works. And two, of course we're talking about the polar ice caps melting in the episode that isn't called the greenhouse effect. Because of course we are. They meet the scientists they're supposed to be escorting on their expedition, and one of them is kind of cool, and one of them doesn't approve of the military ruining their science stuff. So everything checks out here. Also, there's a joke called Snow Job. <laughs> snow Job. Eh, it's no thrust, but it'll do. <laughs> thrust. Then a crane nearly knocks over some empty boxes. Flint immediately suspects sabotage. Later, on the mission, a giant missile truck starts up and tries to kill everyone. Okay, I retract my derisive tone from a second ago. Clearly it was some kind of sabotage. But also that truck is huge. It looks like that cab could hold like 40 people. Meanwhile in a hotel, oh no, the actual military hating scientist is tied up. Which means the one with the Joes in the Arctic is probably the Baroness. Which means she's in blackface. My usual theory when we get a bitchy civilian lady who's trying to undermine the Joes is that she's the Baroness in disguise, but I had kind of ruled that out because... Oy, problematic. Then a polar bear shows up. Just like on Lost! That's still a reference people care about, right? The polar bear steals... something, so naturally Flint and Snowjob give chase. This leads them to some kind of cobra installation, which they literally never would have discovered without that polar bear. Is there maybe a Joe who specializes in looking around for signs of the one organization who's almost always behind the stupid shit we're chasing? Codename Common Sense? Then Cobra sends like 200 guys after these two Joes on a snowmobile, and somehow, impossibly, the Joes get away. But Cobra does manage to capture Lady J and that one scientist who sounds like Frank Welker is the Swedish chef. Lady J accepts defeat gracefully, mocking Cobra Commander's speech impediment as they're taken into custody. Aren't you the cockeyed optimist? Meanwhile, a couple of idiot Cobra underlings search for Flint and Snowjob, and one of them apparently thinks they might be hiding inside a polar bear, and so he kicks the polar bear. Sure, that logic is sound. While they're capturing the bear as a pet for Cobra Commander, this is a thing they actually say, Snowjob steals one of those little Cobra helicopters, but he's stopped. Then he wrestles around with a guy and gets stabbed by like four wayward tranquilizer darts. Mind you, we just saw one of these take down a polar bear, but he'll be fine. Uh, genetically, redheads require much more anesthetic than non-redheads. No, really, this is an actual thing. Look it up. Back at Cobra HQ, Destro explains that their ion attractor is strong enough to pull down the Aurora Borealis. I tried to look this up to see if it was even vaguely scientifically sound, but guys, there are a lot of words in that Wikipedia entry, and to be perfectly honest, I don't actually care all that much. The gist of their plan is flood coastal cities, then profit, which sounds stupid, but it did figure prominently into the plots of two different Superman movies, and who am I to argue with Lex Luthor, the greatest criminal mind of our time? I bet you take first prize at the science fair. Beware, Lady J. With so sharp a tongue, you could cut your own throat. I don't think he understands how tongues work. Cobra Commander and the Baroness discuss some kind of diversionary plan involving a guy called Firefly, whom Cobra Commander orders unleashed. Wait, does he keep his guy on leashes usually? Firefly is, I guess, some kind of pyromaniac army ninja who carries drums of acid. That seems right. I'm definitely not going to bother looking that one up. 
He does replace the fuel in all of the Joe's jets with that acid, though, which is pretty cool. I'm positive at least one of these guys knows how a fire hose works, and they just sort of stand around watching everything burn. Some men just want that, I guess. Back in the Arctic Circle, Snowjob is rescued by some indigenous dudes, and while their portrayal isn't completely what you'd call politically correct, I do give the show credit for not just making them cartoon Eskimos wearing parkas and living in igloos. Also, they strip Snowjob naked. So, that happened. They call the Joes, who thankfully still have a plane that didn't explode because I don't know why, and they come save the day because there's only five minutes left in the episode. Oh, and did I mention that Cobra Commander makes Flint and Lady J fight the polar bear in a makeshift arena? The polar bear also bites right through a metal chain, which is pretty goddamn impressive. Oh, and Destro has a really cool-looking winter coat. I want that coat. Then Flint turns on the ion attractor to full blast, which, given everything I've been told in this episode, should wreck the planet, but somehow it doesn't. Somehow it defeats Cobra. And then we end on this gem. I have a policy about 10-foot bears. Lady, as far as I'm concerned, they can sleep anywhere they want. I'm starting to think these so-called policies and plans are just completely made up on the spot. 